Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. Nobody's walking out on this fun old-fashioned family Christmas. No, no, we're all in this together. Central Maine's best comics podcast, by default. Fragile. It must be Italian. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. I didn't know you had elves working here. Hey, welcome back. Fa la 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 la. No. We have no Christmas cheer here. Why not? I don't know. That's I, not, I guess we actually do. That's not true at all. You, I walked in there like, we're celebrating festively, and you made me dinner, and you provided me with drink, and you're like, I don't know. I'm giving you a merry time, and I appreciate that. I, I, I have an image to maintain. <laughs> oh, sorry. I walked in the door, and you slapped me and said, why are you late, <laughs> servile scum? I'm, I'm just a big old grump. There you go. I've never felt an emotion in my life. You have Bah Humbug tattooed right above your ass. So, what's going on this week? We got news of the week. Yes, we do. We got Jared's sports reports. We got sports. <laughs> yeah, we got uh, sports reports. We got your questions. We got the year old um, movie yeah, with yeah, uh, uh, David a, Harbour. A movie that has um, aged well, I believe. It has not aged at all. And your questions. All right, let's go from Falala. La 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 the news. Wow. That was uh that was some transition there, Chief. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. Hey, you remember when we watched uh Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead, his zombie movie? Uh yeah, the one that uh takes place in Las Vegas. Yeah, he has said that there's will be no director's cut because it basically is the director's cut. Oh, shocking. But do you want to know the one big thing he cut out of that movie? The Celtics but, going to Vegas in the end season tournament? How about you burn hell? Okay, there we go. <laughs> do you want to know the one uh big thing that Zack Snyder cut on Netflix request? Your plump ass. Close, but oh. it, it was a massive cock. <laughs> okay. Not not a joke. He's like, yeah, there is no army of the dead director's cut. But basically he said, hey, this is our, it's already my vision. Except uh, Netflix did ask him to cut a Chippendales dancer's massive cock that had a bite taken out of it. Would you call this the Bobbit cut? No. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, that's so, a deep '90s pull right there for some people. How long have you been waiting to share this story on the show? This just came out today. So oh wow! About eight hours, I guess. I can imagine that your face lit up with glee and go, "I can't wait to lead off the news tonight with this." Uh, Deadpool three. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything about Deadpool three. My recommendation for Deadpool three is don't if you see it trending, don't click on it. Okay, because there's a lot there. Uh, it sounds spoilery. It, yeah, massively. So that's my recommendation. If you see Deadpool 3 trending in any way, shape, or form, just don't click on it. All right. Good good safety memo. Yeah. Thank I, you. It's one of those things at this point. Like, what is, what are we doing here? Like, it's just going to spoil it for you. Just don't click on it because there are massive major spoilers out there. And I would personally prefer not to know this stuff going into it because it's just ruining it. So if you see Deadpool 3, just don't click on it. Good to know. I don't want to ruin it for anyone else. I like that. I appreciate that. Yeah, just don't. It It's not a... Done and done. You can. If you click on it, you're going to see some shit, but avoid it if you can, because, I don't know, it, it looks... The movie looks like it's going to be just, like, massive and big and fun and crazy, and just don't fuck with it. Yeah. Can I tell you? No. no okay. No. <laughs> You've already told me way too much. 
All right. There's other stuff outside of um, avoiding Deadpool 3 spoilers. Okay. Godzilla X-Kong. That's such a shit title. Get past the title, though. This looks like awesome. Does it? Monster punch-up movie. Let's go. Yeah, sure. I guess is kind of where I'm at. I heard Look, Godzilla minus one was fantastic. Yeah, everything I've been hearing about it is great. We, I haven't seen it. Um, I've seen a lot of Godzilla movies. Certainly, I haven't seen every one of them, but I've seen a lot. Yeah. And uh, the general consensus seems to be that Godzilla minus one might be the best Godzilla movie ever. And that's a Toho one too, right? Yeah, it is. Well, um, I mean, if they're gonna get it right, it's gonna be the Toho people. I, I mean, I hope it's great. I haven't seen it personally, so I don't have an opinion. But I. Weren't there people complaining about the it. fact that Godzilla and Kong were running toward the screen? And like somebody, I think there was like a tweet I had seen about that. And someone's like, it was either a tweet or it was an Instagram reel. Somebody's complaining about like, you know, Godzilla doesn't run or something like that, but he's jogging in this. There's like people complaining about Godzilla running. And it's like, of course he can move quick. And that shows like the scene of him sliding across on his tail to kick people. What, are you talking about the scene from Godzilla versus Megalon? Yes, where he just slides on his tail with his yeah, feet up. Yeah, no, I love that movie. That's, that <laughs> one's so great. Got J- Jaguar, like J- Jaguar. Yeah, yeah. From the song, all, all that shit. Yeah, no, um, I love that movie. It's a good movie. It's a fun, oh, I mean, not a good movie, but a fun movie. Yeah. Yeah, Godzilla minus one is getting a uh, ton of praise. But yeah, so, um, no, separately from this, Godzilla X Kong, which is, like, we've been dealing with this dumb bullshit of, like, what do you call a versus movie oh batman v superman godzilla x kong like, whatever like they're gonna just go punch something that we haven't seen before we get a baby kong in there yeah we do get baby kong how is this not the most epic moment in the history of cinema by the way you don't need to show me that i've seen the movie but it's hilarious it is a hilarious moment yeah i, I like seeing a little kong in there i mean the you know godzilla and kong fighting together great whatever uh we we've talked about this before um so the original king kong uh was released in 1933 son of kong was also released in 1933 which is an insane turnaround time nine months that's how long it takes to make a baby kong that's less than a year it's insane that they turned king kong and son of kong in the same year and son of kong certainly not as good of a movie but it's still a fun movie was it Faye ray who was the one that was in the original kong yeah, Fay Ray is in the original Kong. Uh, the actor who uh, repeated the role was Robert Armstrong uh, as Carl Denham mm. in the in the, both those movies. And uh, the end of like Son of Kong, like Skull Island falls into the ocean, and he does the thumbs up that like we'll later see in Terminator Two. Yeah, it's a good movie though. Like I I like a little like younger Kong, and also that Kong is like he's this like little like white old bino kong and he, like, he gets a gun and he's shooting it indiscriminately like at people and they're like whoa whoa but they're playing into some of the history so hopefully that's good i i do really king kong one of the best movies of all time yeah son of kong it's not but it's it's still a pretty decent movie considering the turnaround time if they're like hey like all the stop motion all this other bullshit all all this everything hey make a second one of these yeah and they did so seeing a little baby, I'm like, oh, I remember you. There we go. When I was alive in 1933. No, you weren't. What was happening this week? Oh, my God. This is what we're here for. Yes. The Furiosa trailer. That looks like so much fun. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I'm so on board for this with Chris Hemsworth and his weird prosthetic nose. Why is his nose so big? I don't know, but he gets to use his real Australian accent in this. Oi, I'm Chris Hemsworth. Pretty much. It does look like a blast. The 
imagery looks great. I love that it's a like Mad Max saga story. Like it's not like well, even that is so stupid. Like there's never really what this will be our fifth Mad Max movie, and none of them have really ever been about like, Mad Max. <laughs> well, <laughs> there is that, uh, but they've never really been like a direct sequel. No, there haven't been. Like if you look at the first Mad Max, it's just it's so low budget, and then the second one is just like. Oh, the entire world is falling apart. I'm like, cool. And then the third one is just like, and here's Tina Turner in a giant ball. Well, then, they told you you don't. <clears throat> they don't need a hero. Beyond the Thunderdome. Yep, it's an epic song. <laughs> you're having a. Your head is moving like Max Headroom from the '80s. You're just kind of <laughs> glitching right now. Yeah, you, yeah, you sound. It's like, oh, you son of a bitch. Yep. And the fourth one, like, they're none of these movies are like that connected. I saw a tweet this week and. Uh, apologies for not being able to source it correctly, but they were That's basically fine. like all these, like every single Max Mad Max movie is just essentially a movie. Like this is what you tell around like the fireplace. This is a legend. This is a tale. This is whatever. Like these movies and like George Miller has done all this stuff as a director and he clearly doesn't give a fuck about no. the continuity and neither do I like, I like, most of these movies, like the first Mad Max, is very low budget. It's it's very fun for what it is. It it you know no one's there. Like it's yeah, whatever. And like and he's paying people in beer to be in that movie. And the second one is a great movie. And the third one is kind of questionable. And the fourth one is one of the best action movies of all time. And this is uh, this Furiosa, a Mad Max saga. I mean, the trailer yeah. looks great. I love Hemsworth in there. I mean, on a Anya Taylor-Joy looks great as a younger, like, Charlie Theron, and um, there's been, George Miller has said, like, some stuff, like, oh, yeah, Max is, like, on the outskirts of this, and we'll see if he's involved in it or whatever the fuck, but yeah, this looks amazing. Oh, I, I love it. I love it so much. It looks so good. We get Guitar Guy back with the fire. So Spotify wrapped happened this last week. Yes, it did. And I... Did you um, have Tina Turner in there? I don't use uh, Spotify at all for me personally, and I generally think about for podcasting, like I generally put it like iTunes is probably the source of things to go to, but I will use this to uh, tear you down. Me? Yes, you. Oh, why? Okay. Uh, Because the top episode of the year I saw on my Spotify rap. Oh, boy. It was my top 25 favorite movies. Not mine? By like 158%. Oh, wow. Yeah, I win. People are here for me. That's fair. We were also in the doldrums. <laughs> we were in the doldrums of the strike. Oh, okay. <laughs> there wasn't much else going on. Man, this trailer's great, though. How else happened? Uh, House of the Dragon had season two trailer. Yeah. Dragons <laughs> flying, people fighting. <laughs> yeah, they got some dragons. Yeah. I don't know. I, did we re- I mean, you you told me like we, f- we fell off the show. Did we fall off the show? I don't even remember. Yes, we did. Have you kept up with it? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I hope it's a, a good second season. Um, I didn't realize we didn't complete it. I did. Good for you. Thanks. Fallout. I had a trailer. Looks fun. Looks very much like I would expect it to have looked like. Yeah, it's the end of the world. It's an apocalypse. It's the end of the world as we know it. No. Okay, that's fine. Look, it looks like Fallout. It's it's good. It's, yeah. it's weird and it's creepy and it's violent and it's funny. And I like that there's a big explosion. And I. Yeah. What's not to like? The news is done. So we're going to move on from there to Santa. All right. Here are some weird comic facts. Prepare accordingly. I'm going to make some weird shit. It's pretty freaky, but it's safe. 
You know the weirdest ass Santa movies I've ever seen? My guess would probably be something like Santa's Sleigh with Bill Goldberg. No. Have I you ever seen that? No, I, I haven't. But I have seen Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Oh, yeah. And I've also seen uh, Santa Claus versus the Devil. Is the Devil on the naughty list? Yeah, I think he would okay, be because he's check. the Devil. Okay. Uh, in Santa Claus versus the Martians, which you can see in uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Yes. With Kevin Bacon, he's just watching that, laughing along, having a good old time. Because, you know, Santa's in space, but also in uh, Santa Claus versus the Devil in 1959. Look, the Devil's a robot, and um, ice cream is a whole thing in Mars. What? Just just you. <laughs> I what? had a whole thing. I had a whole thing planned out, and you just fell apart. Because I blew my nose? <laughs> because I had, like, incredible sinus pressure, and my <laughs> eyes were popping out of my fucking skull? I had a whole thing about Santa Claus... <coughs> <laughs> yeah, there it is. I what? had a whole thing about Santa Claus conquers the Martians and Santa Claus versus the devil, and you have just, you've really thrown me off. I have i just blew out some radioactive green alien colored snot. Does that count? Okay, so look, those are two TV specials that exist from the 50s. I had more to say, but I... Then say it! No, no, no. Speak your truth. They're, they're entertaining. They're they're bad, and they're entertaining, and that's really all I was going for. There, There's a couple of them. They're not great. Your your whole face is an issue right now. Really? What's going on with my face? Congestion. Congestion is, it, does, is your issue. Does it look puffy and swollen and just hideous? I mean, a couple of those things. <laughs> More or less than usual. Equal. I'd like to point out, I showed up. I'm playing her tonight. All right, this is my flu game, and you're... I gave you dinner! I know! I gave it, you dinner, and I gave you beer. I was it's, considerate, I, and you have just... Was I was I supposed to not blow my nose and just let it run down my face, and then you look over, and you just see encrusted yellow gel coming out of my nose? Well, Santa Claus versus the Martians... Wait, hang on. Yes. Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Yeah, damn that's, right he that's did. That's a movie. And Santa Claus versus the Devil, that's a thing from 1959. I feel like Santa Claus Conquers the Martians was actually riffed on by the Mystery Science Theater guys. I'm almost certain. I've seen it on VHS. Is your VHS 4K? Santa Claus Conquers the Martians was also debuted at the Cannes Film, Fe- Film Festival. Oh, no, sorry. The Cannes Film Festival. My bad. I'm sorry. Which pronunciation? Can Con Cons? All of it. Yes. Oh, but here's something. Since you won't, and I will, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians, 1964. The film marks the first documented appearance of Mrs. Claus in a motion picture. Three weeks before the television special, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, well, well, well. So there you go. See, I brought along something that's perfect. I just, yes. And it was featured on an episode of the comedy series Mystery Science Theater 3000. So your weird movie fact, the first time Mrs. Claus was ever in a movie, it was Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. There you go. Now from Santa Claus Conquering the Martians to the New England Patriots getting conquered yet again. (laughs) With the second worst record in the league. We're moving on to Jared's Sports Reports. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bear tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. It's time for another Jared Sports Report. 
I'm carrying the damn show right now with the information I'm bringing. You didn't even know that was the first time that Mrs. Claus had ever been in a movie. No, it's true. I have not. But the, so there you go. Uh, See, we have entered a insanely contentious uh, episode. Have I? Have I redeemed myself with that? Yeah, good. I hope you get the cough. Yeah. Now you know how the other. You need a tissue. All right. What's up? Uh, yeah, Patriots. They've done something. They've set. They've made history. It's for the first time since the 30s that a team in the NFL has let up 10 or less points in three straight games and lost them all. Mind you, <laughs> mind like, you, we have a record. It's a terrible record. Mind you, that's also like really before the forward pass was a big thing. So, <laughs> so you've got that going. The Patriots also flexed out of their Monday night football game with the Taylor Swift Chiefs. They were supposed to play the Kansas City Chiefs, but I called the Taylor Swift Chiefs. Anyway, things are not good for the Patriots. Bailey Zappi got the start at quarterback. And guess what? They scored no points and never got in the red zone. You support a terrible team. They'll I never do. be good again. You'll suck forever. That's not true either. They probably will. Yeah, but they're uh, a 60% chance, I think, for the number one pick overall. Or is it number two pick? But they're right now sitting as the number two pick. Um, so a lot of people in Patriots Nation are like, let's start thinking mock draft. Not like that. So anyway, Patriots lose. They play Thursday night against the Steelers. and uh, I can't wait to bet against them. Uh, well, you might want to take the under because Kenny Pickett is no longer starting for the Steelers. He's out injured. Oh, right. So that. it's Mitch Trubisky versus Bailey Zappi on Thursday night football. Somebody look out for Al Michaels. Those are the games where all the weirdest things are going to happen or it's going to be another abysmal game. But Patriots defense has been locked down the last three weeks. They've uh, they continue their run. I think it's how seven games of the season have been decided by a touchdown or less. Uh, they did not give up a touchdown, but they didn't score anything either. So there you go. Oh, uh, Christian Kirk. Here's a injury designation you're not going to want. By the way, league injuries are through the roof right now. Uh, last night's Monday night football game, uh, another quarterback going down. This time it's Trevor Lawrence with an ankle sprain. He's questionable, possibly for later this week. Christian Kirk, however, will be out for... Uh, uh, several weeks with a core muscle injury. Aaron Rodgers back, baby. Uh, he's only practicing. The Jets have uh, allegedly, uh, allegedly, reportedly asked Zach Wilson to consider being the starter again, and he's like, "No, I don't think so. I don't think I will." He said uh, after getting demoted to the third string quarterback. Uh, but clearly, the other plans they had in place not so good. So we'll see. Aaron Rodgers trying to convince him to come back because he does kind of give him a chance to win and maybe stay on the outside of the playoff hunt but i wanted to share with you the christian kirk injury one of the more unpleasant injuries uh designated as a core muscle injury that's a funny uh and by funny it's not really funny a uh, polite way of saying that he uh the dreaded malady of testicular torsion befell christian kirk may require surgery Ooh. he landed and his legs kind of like clap nope yeah well there you go there's that well the the in-season tournament for the nba is happening and if uh Look, I didn't officially make a bracket, but if I were to have made a bracket... It would have been busted. Uh, it would have been busted two separate times. Which is incredible, because, like... And there's uh, two other games to play for the first round of that, so... Whatever. Fuck it. Yeah. Jason Tatum not happy. is quite after the game. I wanted to bleep and go to Vegas. I mean, yeah. It, whatever. It's, I mean, it, it cost them all a chance at $500,000. Uh, I mean, top guys 
aren't going to matter. Like Luke Cornett was saying, like, hey, I want to pay off the mortgage on my house. So, you know, appreciate that. But the reality is there are a lot of people who are very upset about the in-season tournament. And when I say people, I mean fans. And I don't fully understand being upset about it. I, I think this has gone exactly as well as the NBA hoped it would, yeah. barring any major stars being injured. Yeah, probably. But they're playing, like, tough, meaningful minutes of basketball in December, through the month of December, well, through this first weekend of December, and then you get the stage set for the like the Christmas games, and then all of a sudden it's January, and we start talking playoffs. Yeah, well, I mean, like, this then, landed then, really then well gonna, for them. Yeah, you're right, because then, <clears throat> then we're going straight into, like, um, the All-Star break and all that. All-Star break, trade deadline, all that. Like, this landed at a great time for the NBA. And, and it, people are like, well, the teams that play in the, in the in-season tournament championship are playing one extra game. It's not like they weren't load-managed players coming out of that anyway. Yeah, and... You know, it, it depends on who you are. Like, I don't really care about the in-season tournament. Like, if the Celtics were to have continued, that would have been fun. But I'm not upset about it because and this is why I don't understand why, like, what, why people are upset about. Because for me personally, I am going to catch every game that I can. And I'm not going to catch 82 games in the season. I'm going to catch 70-something. 78 the- games. Yeah, but still, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't really affect, like, me personally. It doesn't affect my viewing app. It's like, it's, you know, if if they were to win this, that would have been great. They are eliminated. Not a big deal. Like, but I'm still, like, I'm still watching, like, the regular season. And I'm going to watch. Yeah. I'm not just watching Celtics games. I'm watching other games. And this is just my personal viewing habit. So, for me, as a regular, like, NBA fan or a... I don't know, a constant NBA fan, however you want to kind of produce that kind of statement. Like, I don't really care. Like, I'm I'm going to watch it. And But there has been increased viewership in these games, so that that is a positive. So if more people are watching games because of the in-season tournament, that's a positive. It doesn't affect me because, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to be there for as many games as I can. I'm not going to be there for all 82. I'll be there for 72. What did the Eastern Conference Finals, how many games did that go last year? Because uh, they got bounced in the Eastern Conference Finals, right? Did that go all seven? Yeah, that that was a seven-game series. So they've lost like three elimination games in a row now. Like winner-go-home games. <sighs> At least three, I believe. But I will say this. this there's a point to this. It's circling around. It's... It's to hopefully make you feel a little bit better before I rip out another tissue here. And <laughs> Well, it doesn't matter to me, though, because my viewing habits aren't changed by this. So if the in-season, oh. if in-season tournament brings in more viewers, that's a positive thing. So if you're here to watch other, like, to watch a competitive game, I understand. Fucking great. Thank you. Like, join in the fun. Yes. Well, I think the other thing that this does, it's not necessarily about changing viewing habits, but it's a good indicator of what the team needs to be successful in those games. I mean, they were without Porzingis yeah. for that game, so that's a you know that's an important piece to be missing in the game. It also reinforces that they have been, as of recent, uh, in the games they've lost especially, and you can't argue this, they're a horrible third-quarter team right now. An absolutely hor- horrible third-quarter team. But you can't honestly sit there and tell me that they're a good third-quarter team. Tell me I'm wrong that they're not a good third quarter team right now. And sometimes Missoula runs long line runs bad lineups for long stretches of time. And it's still it's still the first third of the season, too. So those are things that'll get better. There you go. I'm not worried. It's 
No, I'm not saying you should be worried. I mean, I don't think it's a panic button mode that they, you know, lost. But anyway. All right. You're moving on from sports. Uh, you hold on with your sass takes. Yeah, I'm all done with my, my sass takes. All right. We're going to move on from there to a movie that came out last year. But hey, we're just watching this year on streaming. Yes, sir. Silent Night. Violent Night. All right. It's time for that movie. I'm the best there is at what I do. But what I do best isn't very nice. It's time for an Editor's Note podcast review. All right. I would like to uh, open uh, with a thing. Okay, go ahead. Let's say the last year. Like, I've been kind of considering, like, my own personal opinions of stuff. Like, Far be it from uh, you to not have an opinion. Well, it's just more of like, hey, am I starting to grow beyond... um, like a lot of pop culture stuff am i are my tastes evolving and i do think there is a, a relative point to that but this movie probably reinforced that no they aren't in some respects well god damn it you're just jumping to the end of it. yeah fine yeah i was thinking like hey am i am i growing beyond just like pop culture bullshit and it turns out no i'm not just do it right and do it fun because this movie does it fucking fun and i had oh. a blast so i mean violent night fucking rocks you know, if, if you want that to be the end of the review, it's great. I loved it. I had so much fun. It was so good. Oh, it was. There we go. Like so, my, my opinions of like, am I am I getting too old for this shit? Is are my opinion are my personal tastes changing too much? Am I just kind of like phasing out of pop culture? No, just do it right and do it good. Violent Night is a fucking blast i had so much fun what i love about this movie is it doesn't take itself too seriously it hits all of like the funny classic christmas movie tropes it is all the best parts of die hard mixing a little bit of christmas vacation there's a whole fuck a lot of home alone in there oh a ton of home alone in there all right so let's let's take a step back because i think it's safe to say we both love this movie yeah i i had a blast oh my god um so uh, the way I'm going to present this is this is a movie about uh, David Harbour. He is Santa Claus. He inadvertently gets stuck inside of a home that is being invaded, b- uh, a very rich home, yes. who is being invaded by John Leguizamo. <laughs> yeah, John Leguizamo, man. He was great so in this. Great. Beverly De- D'Angelo in this as well. Oh, she's so good. Um, but just Santa is stuck in a very rich person's home where the spirit of Christmas is gone, but John Leguizamo wants to rob them of... $300 million. Yeah, $300 million, and uh, that's kind of the premise, and it's great. That's about... That's all there really is to it. Santa's in the wrong place at the wrong time. The opening is even so funny when he gets drunk at the bar. Like, that, even that opening line, like, you're not driving, are you? No, I mostly steer. The rain do all the work. The rain do all the work. <laughs> David Harbour is fantastic as Santa in yeah, this. I, Unbelievable. He's a um I know like we talked about like the Hellboy movie that he did, which I still stand by. There was an audience for that movie. It just wasn't us. It, it's not a good movie, but there's an audience for yeah. that movie. I swear to God, like cuz it's so like weird and violent and bad. But this is David Harbour as Santa stuck in this rich person's home and the only reason he's there is because he's like, "Oh, they have a massage chair." They have a massage chair. <laughs> he just he just kind of like leans into it. He's like, yeah, this is good. And then uh, John Leguizama and his uh, sociopathic villains show up 
uh, to try and steal three hundred million dollars. All with great Christmassy nicknames like you know uh, Candy Cane and uh, Dasher, and just perfect. Like I love everything about it. Yeah, I love him in this. He's so good. Oh. He's a very naturalistic actor, and like uh, he's been like I know we talked about Hellboy, but like he's been in um, uh, Stranger Things. The one thing I could have done without, I think the one like the one hiccup in the movie, either they needed to like to to flush it out more, or they needed to like just not have it, was like those two short Viking flashback scenes. Well, let's you know hold back on that for just a hair. I like John Leguizamo. Like he, yeah. when he pops up, I'm just like, oh man, there he is, and he's just a he's a fun guy to watch. Yeah, and they're trying to rob this like super rich family, and Santa just happens to be there, and he's not quite ready to fight these people, and he kills a couple of them. And by the way, can we rank some of these kills? Oh, absolutely. I think my number one kill is, it's a very early one. I still think the best kill is one of Santa's best. Like, Santa isn't quite up to snuff with murder. Uh, we find out that he has a uh, very established history with murder. but his- Sword past, if you will. Yeah, I th- I still think uh, the best kill might be, like, his second one, where he stabs a home invader with a... A Christmas tree star. Yeah, a little tree topper. Yeah, and then he turns it on and electrocutes him. I was sitting on my couch. I think that might be the best kill. As this was happening, by the way, I was on my couch yelling, plug it in, plug it in, plug it in. I was cheering for that to happen, and it did. By the way, he's 63 years old. And then, like, that dude's head just gets, like, lit on fire. Yeah, and I love how Santa described it. Like, yeah, his head was smoking. There's so many puns. Like, he gets stabbed and, like... It's revealed that like he has like more tattoos than the rock. He's just oh yeah, like, sewing up a stitch yeah, on his yeah. He, he's like, sorry, I was just wrapping something up. Oh my gosh, I think that scene, it, like the whole fight from start to finish, when it starts with the like he's putting the pool balls in the stocking and just beats the shit out of this guy with the pool balls in the stocking. I also this is a thing that like David Harbor has kind of dealt with for a few things because I, I you know I've watched Stranger Things yes I know crazy I've watched that insanely popular show but like a lot of things are like look at how fat he is I'm like he's not that fat he's no he's not ever that out of shape and like in this one like he literally has like abs I mean it was playing when he was in uh, Black Widow he kind of like looked portly but that was part of the part. I mean, that's kind of everything. Like, look at how fat he is. Like, this dude ain't that fat. Like, this dude's no. pretty in shape. He, he is. And they have that, like, joke about, like, oh, man, he can't roll over a pool table or whatever. No. Uh, are we still ranking kills? My favorite is still, like, that one where, like, the dude is stabbed in the eye with a stock. Yeah. <laughs> that's well, my I mean, favorite. Also, kill. killing the guy with a candy cane was pretty cool. Yeah. He gets real stabby with that candy cane. Yeah. And can you blame him? I love the whole sequence with the Brian Adams Christmas song, and he's in the shed taking out the Kill Squad. That was great. Yeah, when he gets that sledgehammer. Oh my be- god! Because we learned that Skull uh, Crusher. Yeah, Santa has a history. Like Santa's been around for like eleven thousand years, and he's like this ancient barbarian who used to be this massive killer, and he kills a couple of people, and it works. And when I'm watching, it, I'm like, all right. So I didn't, I didn't love the marketing for this movie. No. And uh, what ends up happening is Santa, he kills a few people. A few. Yeah. And then he, we learned that, like, he is this established killer. And once he kind of, like, Santa gets his groove back. Pretty much. He. Once Santa puts a man bun up. <laughs> uh, Santa's sleigh, if you will. 
Oh my god, I love it. He shoves like a grenade up someone's ass. I love that he runs away. He's like, no, I gotta look. And he turns around. And every time he's like, you've been naughty. Like, that's a great. Or there's that little girl. She's like, hey, it's like Home Alone. And I just did some traps. And I. I but her traps it, are all murder traps. Yeah, they. she killed like multiple people. Yeah. She's very effective at this. <laughs> but this is kind of what it comes down to. Like, it's a violent fucking movie, but it has like really serious like christmas tones to it like yeah it it, ne- it doesn't drop out of that like we get christmas music we get like a happy like positive holiday spirit like for as much as this movie is presented as just straight up violence it's it's a christmas movie it's a good christmas movie too yeah and well, I, when I, he decapitates the guy with the with the skate or is it the sled <laughs> one of the two i mean and you'll you know i mean if if you don't like this, that's totally fine, and I understand. Like there is a there is a threshold of yeah, they literally beat people to death with like manger scene ornaments. Yeah, and if you don't like that, not gonna fault you on that. Understand, but it happens, and it kind of fucking rocks. I think uh, I'm doing a quick research. It looks like his kill count, Santa's kill count, is 41 <laughs> for that movie. Okay, yes. great. It's good. But oh, I like is, it. Oh, this is a list of all the deaths. 41 people die in this movie. I think Santa kills like 38 of them. Yeah, just a great movie. It was like a fun, it didn't take itself seriously. It was surprising though. Like I wasn't really expecting anything out of this and no. it was really fucking fun. It was a it was a lot of fun. Again, what I like you said too. It the movie says I don't really care about having a plot because there is none. This is just Santa playing Die Hard and kills way more people than John McClane. And it's like legitimate Christmas movie as opposed to Die Hard. Also legitimate Christmas movie, but still that's neither here nor there. Yeah, but I mean, like this is just, you know, there are scenes with Santa and the little girl and they talk and it's like positively Christmas and yep. there's stuff towards the end that is the, the naughty and nice very, list. Yeah, and um, that's actually one of my favorite elements of this movie is Santa has a bag yes. to uh, deliver presents to kids all around and he gets caught in this and like he's not quite up to snuff like which isn't really explained which i is kind of a fault of this movie but like santa doesn't qu- fully have his magic no but i think like it's... he wants he has to touch his nose and that will shoot him up a chimney in this he's like oh shit like this house is under attack let me uh just escape and like he's touching his nose touching his nose and he can't like the magic isn't quite there. So I would my counter argument to that is a line he uses multiple times. He says like, "Oh, it's Christmas magic," but I still have no idea how it works. Yeah, he, yeah, I like that though. Like, he so does, like they he know what's going on. They do kind of explain that away a little bit by saying, "Yeah, we understand that there should be a rule to this, but we really don't have one, and we're just gonna say outright, yeah, we don't know how it works. It just but does." I love it when he shoots up the chimney though, and like it explodes. Uh, John Leguizamo just absolutely. W- one of the guards is like, yeah, he just shut up there. There's no physical way he could have done that. And John like was almost like, well, there has to be a reason. Yeah, like, he he could he couldn't have just done it. You can't just shoot up a chimney and then later on he's just like, oh, you are the real Santa. And I had a bad time at Christmas. And I also love kind of like the indifference, like that Santa isn't just there to solve all your problems. He's like, hey, you wrote me fifty times about getting a huffy bike. Guess what? You got a fucking huffy bike. Yeah. Why? Because I don't have to deal with, like, the rest of your bullshit compared to, like, the other henchman who was just like, yeah, you did bad shit. That put you on the naughty list. 
What was that line about that? Like, yeah, every kid. Oh, yeah, like, how do you know that? It's like, every kid wants a bike. It's like big boobs. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. Yeah. It's a quick hour and 40. Like, the movie goes quick. It, You know, you never feel like. You see Santa with a sledgehammer. He's just going to kick your ass. Oh, God, yes. It's, it's, it's great. You want to correct your life? The only thing that I was really sad about uh, is they didn't kill the kid. <laughs> okay. Well, because, oh, the, oh, the snooty one, the Instagrammer, yeah. yeah. Uh, we are introduced to a number of uh, generally unpleasant uh, family members that, like John Leguizamo and his uh, cast of sociopathic characters are like there to kill, and they kill some of them. You like, know what this, the family reminded me of? It was kind of like the family from the first Knives Out movie, but if you got them on like Wish.com. I just, yeah, that <coughs> that kid, he, there's like this like 14-year-old who's like, what up, I'm a douchebag streaming and you know i'm at this point in my life i'm an old man well at the beginning it's like, <laughs> it's like you know he had his like, first yeah, sexual just, harassment claim but mom paid paid the school off and now the gym is named after us like just just shoot that kid and that kid never died so that's my uh no yeah that, that's my one that's sad here. point i would say the the home alone sequence when the guy falls oh through the stair and gets the nail up through the bottom of his nasty Ugh. oh shanta mcnasty oh and then he gets the the bowling That's ball a 90s finish. Yeah, show for you. Uh yeah, dies. <laughs> yeah, painfully. Yeah, but those were very much one hundred percent callbacks to Home Alone. But like, yeah, I, I do love that girl. She's like, those are the I'm, same. I'm, I'm like, gonna set up traps like it's Home Alone, and uh, David those are almost Harper's identical like, to the oh, ones from Home Alone, but more sadistic. And the ones that Kevin McAllister puts out are sadistic. She's an unfriendly lady. She set up some mat. All some right. Mean ass traps. Since it's the holiday season, as we tend to do here, let's ho, 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 ho. Adjust our rating schedule. Is it on the nice list or the naughty list? Nice meaning you got to see it. Naughty meaning don't bother. I love this. And I was not expecting to love this. So it's on the nice list for you? Great. It's a great movie. If you didn't see it in this theatrical release, go watch it. What's it on? Param- Amazon? It's on Prime, right? It's on Prime, yes. Yeah, go, go watch that movie. It's yeah. fucking great. 100% on the nice list. You want to see some Santa beating your ass down with a sledgehammer? Yeah, it's pa- there. Papa's there. Pierre Noel? Pop Noel? Yeah, he, he's there to bust your ass. There you go. All right, that it. so we're going to move on from there. Letters to the editors? Uh, just look at my notes. Uh, yeah, we're going to move on from there. Letters to the editors. Lot of questions, number one. Damn few answers. Here's another one of your letters to the editors. Make it so. Hey, if you want to ask us your own questions, you can. Please do so. Editors of Comics at gmail.com. All right. Well, question for this week. Uh-huh. If there is any character, superhero character, that deserves a Christmas movie, who would it be? All right. Superman. Or any of the X-Men, I guess, because... Uh, That's you... cheating. No, shut up. Uh, do you remember when we covered that X-Men comic where, or that Marvel comic where it was like, uh, Santa is the most powerful mutant of all time? Yes, and I do remember that. Yeah. Gauntlet. yeah, I remember that very much so. So in general, look, our, our wholesome quota is going to go to Superman. All right. He can deliver presents he can. faster than anything. Like, it's true. He can literally fi- fly faster than infinity. Yes, like, there's always, like, oh, well, Santa only has, you know, so much time of the day. How does he do that? Like, fucking Superman can do that. Superman can pop his ass down your chimney. Yes, he can. He can x-ray vision his way into your house. And do whatever. Yeah. So I he think... He knows if you've been naughty or nice. He can hear from far, far away. He can. Yeah. So Superman is my answer for my Santa 
replacement. Although, I would never replace you, Santa. Please give me tidings and joy. There you go. I would say Spider-Man. Why not? Like <laughs> You just let me glare at you. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. What's he going to do? What's he going to do? He ain't leaving New York. No, but he could, like, let's say Santa gets in trouble in New York. He can swing around New York and help deliver presents. Is it a fairy tale of New York? Oh, that's the thing that happened, isn't it? No, there was a Ninja Turtles one, right? Where the Ninja Turtles helped deliver Christmas presents one year, if I remember correctly. Not that I remember, but I'm not doubting you. Well, like the wasn't it like the homeless kid shelter and they were the Foot Clan were stealing the presents or something? I feel like I read something like that once. Maybe. I don't personally remember it, but I'm not no. saying that it didn't happen. Well, I yeah. I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, no, I could I could see like just a localized Spider Man you know, it's a friendly neighborhood Spider Man. And he helps deliver Christmas and Peter Parker never gets to have a Merry Christmas anyway. Why not? So there you go. He deserves it. Yes. That's what you said. Who deserves it? Not what make the best. Who deserves it? And Peter Parker deserves it. Spider-Man deserves it. Is that it? (laughs) So your answer is Spider-Man, I guess, but he's not going to get that far out there. All right, fine. If it wasn't going to be Spider-Man, then I'll I'll come up. Why not Captain America, too? He could use his shield as a sled, slide around. You know, he's strong. Truth, justice, the American way. He's, you know, got the star, like the North Star on his, his chest. I do like what he does there. Who? Captain America. Captain America? There you go. If that makes you feel better, maybe Captain America. I gotta fault you on that. All right. Is that the show? If you enjoyed the show, it's normally better than this, but <laughs> here we are. Uh go to patreon.com slash editors note comics. A dollar a month will help you pay for a lot of cool things with the show. Let me try that again. A dollar a month gets you access to all kinds of things. Like the day we record the show, you get the show. That's one of those perks. Plus, you get access to things behind the paywall, like the Buffy back issue bin. Yes. Redux. The, the third and final episode um, with hopefully one more episode happening. And Pod to the Dark Tower. Uh, three episodes are out. More are coming. And, uh, you know, the Patreon pays for things like, you know, NyQuil for me. So I don't come to the show all stuffed up. <laughs> okay, great. Yes. Uh, we'll be back next week. Hey, Batman has a new thing coming out on Amazon, I oh, think. Oh, yeah. Oh. Batman, there's a new Batman Christmas thing happening. Well, also, by the way, uh, interact with the show. Rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Maybe not this week. Uh, email <laughs> us at editorsnotecomics at gmail.com, and you can find Zach on the social medias. Just look up Editors Note Comics. Yeah, there's a thing there. Yeah, there is. And you're sad on uh, there as well. Yeah, on uh, X. Uh, uh, yeah, on Twitter. Um, Twitter. Uh, just at Junior Rich. There it is. Yep. Uh, next week, uh, Batman Amazon thing. I think. All right. We'll be back. Sneezing's greetings. Yes.